This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 407 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor Martin Pankey. Now, he is with Southwest Florida Marketing Group. Martin, how are you doing? Doing great. Thank you. Well, terrific. And thanks for being a part of the show. I love what you guys are doing in the business world. Man, it's so easy to get lost in the clutter, right? And what I love about you guys is you help them stand out, right? And and uh, stand apart from the masses. So looking forward to hearing about your company. Let's start with that, Martin, Southwest Florida Marketing Group. Tell us what you do. Well, my wife and I, and we have one full-time employee, it's a graphic designer. We help our clients with uh, promotional products. And I mean, that's sort of the generic name from the trade association. But essentially, we help them with gift items or trade show collateral or uniforms or recognition items like awards and help pins and different things like that. So anything that someone might give out or maybe even sell as a nonprofit uh, fundraiser oh, yeah. that involves an item that people want and uh, contains a logo and message on it. So, Wow. It's like a two for one there, right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's different from other media where people actually look forward to receiving yeah. the message because it's on an item they would use. They might buy it if they weren't getting it. They might buy it for themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's a real good point. And like, who doesn't have stuff you know that they whether it be on your desk and other places of the home that you just hold on to for years? I mean, so so that's I think the other big bonus, right? Because. Um, it's easy to get lost in, you know, whether it's an ad or a digital ad and it's here one second and gone the next, the, uh, the staying power, I guess. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, super. So how about just for Yuxia? You've been doing this a long time. Uh, you've had a lot of unique projects, I'm sure. Maybe one that stands out where you just go, wow, that was, that was so interesting or so much fun or so different. What comes to mind? Well, there's last year we got involved a little bit more in the, uh, I guess the digital online world where we, we got involved with the technology that allows us to create fundraising stores. Huh. And, and we had two that really, you know, right in the beginning that went very well is one. We created a hero store, which was basically, we, we spoke to local businesses and organizations that might want to get their, their audience into apparel we had t-shirts so we had t-shirts with the company name on the front and a hero graphic on the back mm. that just basically recognized those people doing really you know important things and during the beginning of COVID, uh healthcare workers emergency responders teachers you know those the groups that we want to thank so we created a graphic on the back we put the company logo on the front and we put i think we had maybe about 25 different organizations that we put online and they sent their audience to buy shirts. And we were able to raise over $3,000 for local charities. And the charities were the ones that the participants chose. Okay. And, and that was, you know, so they, the people bought the shirts. And from every shirt, we, uh, we donated $10 to the charity. Wow. That's not work. Wow. And, and we did a similar store that wasn't necessarily, you know, related to COVID. We did it for Gulf Coast Humane Society. And our initial store, we raised over $1,000 for them, 
and within a two-week period that basically was their audience they advertised and the same thing they put logo logo shirts mm -hmm. on their audience and uh we raised money for their cause and actually i think it was a thousand dollars on the first store and then we did another one that involved donations where we did i think almost three thousand dollars within a short period of time right right yeah Oh, so th wow. those were those were exciting projects and and especially now with a lot of the online the, the fundraising events were really cut back by the nonprofits. so yeah we helped them out where we could well and it sounds like you take a lot of the headache out of the process they just plug into your system and it takes care of itself huh they just promote the, they just the have to promote promote the store and bring yeah. the people to it yep yeah there's wow. no cost now is that something you're going to continue and and grow uh, going forward or was that more just a covid period of time thing well we're actually working on two right now so it's going to be an ongoing thing and the technology yeah. works really good for short term yeah. fundraising stores or just even corporate stores for short term apparel to employees or you know yeah. th their customer base love it love it well, that's awesome. Just again, you never know what you're going to discover on the Good Neighbor podcast. Neat stuff. Yep. Uh, how about your journey, Martin? How did you get into the marketing uh, promotional products world? Well, I guess what's unique about our company is uh, the owners have been in small business for a really long time. I was actually self-employed since 1983 and in various industries. And my wife, and I came to the Fort Myers, Southwest Florida area in 2004 full time. We, we had a second home here, but we came full time and we were actually involved in another business with partners and everything started pretty good. But, you know, just with partnerships, sometimes it doesn't work out that good. So in a short period of time, I found myself on my own and looking for something to work on. Mm -hmm. And I'd been exposed to promotion products in previous industries and and we actually investigated a franchise in the industry and uh what happened is in 2008 i actually bought an existing business from someone that i knew in the industry so mm -hmm. my wife and i have been in the promotion products and marketing field since 2008 but we've really been marketing our own business yeah since 2000 well, I, I myself it was 1983 when i mm -hmm. left a full-time job to go on my own Wow. And what did you uh, jump into in 83? Uh, in 83, I was uh, in Canada, in Toronto, and we were importing the Commodore 64 computer wow. from uh, from the U.S. where the price difference was huge. So we were bringing in we were bringing in computers to the you know end consumer at a really good price. And uh, and we were making money on the difference between the U.S. and Canada. Well, here's something that, that might blow your mind. I can tell you exactly where you were importing them from, a place called Westchester, Pennsylvania. My uh, One Health Club is was right across the street from the old Commodore plant. And uh, it has since been transformed into a company call, called QVC, which is the, uh, you know, the home shopping and wow. channel yeah yeah well the reality was we weren't buying them from the head office or the yeah, corporate yeah. manufacturer we were actually buying them from kmart or from oh my. other places and the price ah. difference was still huge yeah wow but we, we did we did actually visit that facility to return the defects because because we had to you know honor 
the customer, if they had a bad product or a problem, we took it back and replaced it and, and took them back to Westchester. Yes, we did. Oh my God. How about that? <laughs> so it was, it was a, it was a good entry into self-employment and it was a short-term thing, but it, it worked well. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, reminiscing, uh, you know, our, our listeners are probably going, come on, Charlie. But, you know, I, I opened my first business in 84. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Right in Westchester. So, okay. small world. Boy, you don't hear much talk about Commodore computers nowadays, but nope. they were the thing back then. I mean, for gaming and computers in general, it was like they were leading the pack. And yeah. then not for long, though. <laughs> no, that was a short term thing, but it, it yeah. was good. Yeah, that's awesome. So how about myths in your industry? You know, what do you hear from promotional products uh, that you can share with our listeners? Well, there's the one thing is there's a lot of acronyms in our industry like SWAG, which uh, one one thing it stands for is something we all get. And uh, the other one is trinkets and trash. And I think that's probably one of the myths that you know, we sell it in stuff that's given away and then really ends up in landfill. But, you know, there is a percentage that does. It gets given away at trade shows or people grab it and, and they have a whole bag of goodies that they never use. But I think a well thought out campaign is is items that people would buy for themselves anyways. Yeah. And they stick around long term. The message gets on there. It really works for, you know, reinforcing advertising that maybe reinforcing digital advertising or going along with other media or just uh, thanking people for referrals, they're not going to throw these items away. So I think that's, that's one of the biggest myths is, uh, is that. And I think the other one is that the end user, when they're planning an event that all they got to do is go online and say, you know what, let me, let me look for some coffee mugs for that trade show. Well, they can promotion products can be bought online. They can be bought and decorated online, but there's a few things that when people do that, they might be missing out. They might not be getting the right item. They might not take full advantage of what they, how they can put the message on there. And from time to time, they might be disappointed when the item shows up and it's not what they expected, or if it doesn't show up in time for the event. Oh, so, yes. so I think that, you know, what we do it seems pretty easy. You know, we, you know, we source the item, we help with the decorating, we uh, make sure that it gets done on time. Uh, seems pretty easy and it can be done online by the end user, do it yourself. But I think there's some things we can add value and, uh, and they might not be aware of that. And generally those extra added benefits that a small distributor that might be local to the business offers there's usually no extra charge at all. And sometimes we can even save money. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to add to that, you know, and it's so helpful to be able to work with someone that has seen so much work with so many different types of business. I mean, just, just on your website, I love the videos where you get into specific industries and share your insights because I, I, I know for a lot of folks, myself included, you go to a promotional website and it's great. You have, you know, 600 million options but you know that's overwhelming who has the time right and it's like right. martin here's what i want to do tell me what you think is best and here's my budget or tell me what you think is best because i'm with you you know you know getting inexpensive stuff that ends up in the trash can does no one any good you know i'd rather invest 
in the right product for the right audience that is going to give me, you know, the, the type of prominence that I want and, and allow me to stand out in my marketplace. So, right. Yeah. So we want to know what the objective is so we can really add value to research the right, the right solutions for that. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's great. How about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, we work a lot of hours, but generally they're like a Monday to Friday kind of situation. So, you know, personally, I like to, you know, regularly stay in shape and exercise in the mornings. And, you know, on the weekends, we have a chance to go out for walks with my dog and my wife, you know, yeah. just, just take it easy. So spending time outside, staying fit. Um, yeah. And when we're not working, when we have a chance to take a few days off, we just travel like different areas in Florida or, or across the United States or, you know, even out of the country if it, yeah. if it works. Yeah. Yeah. So the magic uh, genie shows up tomorrow and says, Martin, you and, and is Karen your wife? Yeah. Karen's my wife. Yes. You and Karen can uh, go wherever you want for the day. Where would you go? One day from here. Well, I just, yeah, we, we, we're dealing with magical genies, so they can just, you know, tap you with a magic wand and you could be there. Well, I, I, we really like uh, Colorado in the summertime and, and uh, you know, California is a little far away, but we like California too, the wine country. You know, here in the U.S., either be Colorado or, or California. California. And, uh, you know, if it's Florida, maybe Key West or in our area, Sanibel is beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We are so blessed in this area. I mean, there are just so yeah. many different places you can go. Uh, so, and within a couple hours, uh, yeah. Wow. So you, you, you do some form of exercise every morning. What do you, what do you, can you share any tips? Do you like go to a gym or do you just go for a walk around a neighborhood? What are you doing? Well, we, my wife and I were in a community, so I used to use the community gym regularly, and now we moved to a house outside a community. So we, we set up our home gym. Nice. Our, our friend, uh, you know, gave us some advice on the equipment. And mm -hmm. so we're just, so far I haven't really used it. So it's it's outside, either bicycle, running, or walking, or yeah. just some body weight, skip rope, and stuff like that. But we got the equipment ready to go. So that's the next that's the next project. We just moved in recently, but we do have a home gym. Wow. I'm yeah. jealous, Martin. I'm jealous. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about hardship, life challenge, looking back uh, a time that you were able to get through and you can now say, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What comes to mind? Well, actually, this industry has been pretty good. I think when we first got into it, it was a bit of a challenge <laughs> because uh, we bought an existing business that the the owner was had one person with him and and he'd been in the industry 1990 to 2008 so i guess 18 years wow yeah. and uh he lost a key person and i think it was time for a life change for him he's a great guy he still works for us as an independent rep hmm. and uh so we took over the industry took over the business 2008 which was a really rough time for the economy yeah and <laughs> And so the amount of customers that he had that were actually doing something was very low. Mm. And the the most active customers were in Bloomington, Indiana, where he had his office. And the person, wow. he had a personal office in Fort Myers and a business office in Indiana. Uh -huh. And the person running the business had 
one month more experience than I did. And I was brand new in the industry. I mean, I'm, I wasn't afraid of a, the challenge, but yeah, yeah. I think building it up to where, you know, we're, we're comfortable. We're doing well, my wife and I, and we have one full-time person now and a couple of independent reps. And we have a, a really diverse audience of, of regular customers. So I guess overall, that's a challenge that I feel very good about that we've been able to grow the business and, and make it into a, you know, a revenue source and a, a lifestyle for us yeah. and contributing to local businesses. Yeah. You know, there are so many stories out there of people buying businesses and what you think you're getting and the reality are two completely opposite different things. And, and it's amazing that the positive that comes out of that simply because, you know, folks like yourself, you know, you, you just go, Hey, I'm capable of learning. I'm going to figure this out. Right. And you know, so what if it's the worst recession since the depression, you know, I, I have faith in myself and, and certainly Karen, I know was there to support you. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and we're both, you know, I, I think it's a tough thing to work with a spouse long-term, but we've, we've made it work for us. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Same with Barb and I, you know, we've been in the health club business for 23 years and we transitioned over to now, whatever, what, what are we doing anyway? Who knows, but we're doing it well together. So, okay. <laughs> yep. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Well, the first thing I think I alluded to already is that when someone wants a project, there's a lot of resources they can reach out to besides just going on Google and going for the first item or for the first connection on a link that might match. Um, so a local professional in the promotion products arena really, really can help them out and save time and get the right items. Yeah. And, and the myth might be that they're going to save money by doing it themselves. But I think it really, it doesn't save them money on the items necessarily. And it definitely doesn't save, save them time. And there's some significant risks to uh, to go along with that. And actually, I, I guess the other thing is that the other myth is that promotion products don't have to stand alone. They they can be added to another campaign and, and really impact the end result. So the myth might be that to hire a professional, you got to pay up front. And that's that's not the case. So we, we want to be an advisor to our clients and there's no upfront charge to, to reach out and, and have a discussion. Mm. So. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And I encourage our listeners to do that. If nothing else, I mean, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, what do I need promotional items for? I don't do trade shows or things like that. And, and I would encourage you to give Martin a call because I know there are a lot of ways. I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, things like, you know, birthday presents for, for customers, you know, your good customers, right? And anniversary gifts for your good customers and referral gifts and, and on and on and on that maybe our listeners aren't thinking of that I know you you could like in the snap of a finger help them with and, and point to some things that have been really helpful for your existing clients. Right. So I just thought of something while you mentioned that was that, you know, very often we do, you know, have minimums on certain products. Like you might have to buy 100 pieces of an inexpensive water bottle, but there's items we can do one at a time. So, wow. yeah. Wow. And so just for that special occasion, we can do, mm -hmm. you know, so someone says, what's your minimum? Well, it really depends on what the what the objective is. Yeah. Yeah. 
They all the more reason. It has to be at least one. Yeah, yeah. It has to be at least one. I can't order a half of one. <laughs> so, Martin, I know we have listeners who, who want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do that? Well, we have our office number, which we – it's uh, live answer, 8.30 till 5 o'clock, Monday to Friday, 239-437-4370. Uh, we can – the customers can browse on our website for ideas. It's uh, www.swflmarketinggroup.com. And then they can reach out through the website on the contact form or email martin at sw, swflcreative.com. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Well, Martin, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Really wish you the best there. And I know I'll be seeing you at the 50th anniversary of Commodore 64 you know, reunion or whatever. Uh oh, I didn't know I'm there was kidding. one. No such thing, but, <laughs> uh, but thank you for being a part of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you, Charlie. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239 224 4105.